This episode of the Suns Report Podcast is, as always, on the bright side of the Sun Network. Thank you ever so much for pressing play and joining us today. We truly appreciate it. I think that in these odd times that we're living in, if you're looking for a little escape and your choice is to hang out with the Suns Report Podcast team, it's something that we really take a lot of pride in, and, and we're happy to give you a little bit of an escape or a little bit of some insight to something whether it's Suns related or just a way to get through uh, this pandemic that we're all facing. So thank you again for pressing play. My name is John. I'm the host of the Suns Report podcast. I'm joined live and in studio by Matthew. How you doing, brother? Good. How you doing, John? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. It's fun. It's like we get together once a week to do this podcast, and you're like the only other human being that I see that's not like my direct family in my household. So (laughs) I get really excited. Oh, yeah, when I you get show excited up. to drive over here, too. Do you notice it, like, when you pull up to my house, like, I'm in the window like a dog? I'm like, Matthew, yeah. Matthew, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey. Like the, I take my time, you know? Yeah, you Let walk in slowly bit, yeah. just so the neighbors can hear me yelling, Matthew, hey, Matthew, yeah. waving at you. So. You jump all over me and stuff. Yeah, like, Matthew, how Bite you doing? Yeah, yeah. sorry about that that arm bite, you know? It's just, I got so excited. You do. I so. so excited. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to the pod. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, at the Suns Report. You can hit us up via email, thesunsreport at gmail.com. It's been great hearing from our listeners, and it's nice to know that we're doing a good job and giving you content that you actually like hearing. Today, we're actually going to talk about the fact that it's been a month. March 11th is the last time we watched a professional basketball game. We're recording this today, and it's, it's April 11th, the day before Easter, and we have now officially been a month without basketball And for the most part, sports period. I know there was a couple other uh, NCAA games that were played, and and one of them actually shut down right in the middle of the the game, the Creighton game. And ever since then, we haven't had sports. So we're going to talk about some different things on this podcast, seeing as it's been a month. How about you just crack open that beer right there, baby? You know what? I think I will, just to start this bad boy off. Here we go. Let's do that. All right. And let's talk about everything that's been going on for this past month. So yeah, it's been a month now since we have been without professional sports, and it's it's no secret it's been weird, hasn't it, Matthew? Yeah, it's been definitely very, very weird, man. Um, I don't, I don't know, but for me, I think uh, I'm always, I think I mentioned this before, I don't really go out too much, so it's not too weird. The only weird part for me is work. The work thing for me is a little strange, mm-hmm. but I was uh, obviously, I'll talk about it a little bit later on the pod. But um, I got to go back for one day, so it was nice. But then I was kind of like, I kind of want to go back home. <laughs> so <laughs> now I kind of have mixed feelings about this whole thing, you know? Kind of enjoying it more than I thought I would. Okay, Is that interesting. Weird? No. I, know, I know people are dying. That's terrible to say. But for me and my family, like, we're keeping it safe still. And I, I'm not having a terrible time. I'm not going crazy like a lot of people might be. I think that's a, an interesting observation because myself, I'm not working right now. I'm furloughed from work. So I've been home. I think this is day 14. I've officially yeah. hit day 14 of being furloughed. And I'm not hating it as much as I probably should either. Don't get me wrong. I miss work. I miss going in to see my team and assisting guests uh, at a resort. Uh, but at the same time, like I found creative ways to kind of pass the time. You know, I'm a new homeowner, so there's a lot of projects around the house that I've been doing. So my yeah. fiance is loving that. I should hate it probably more than I do, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, I am waiting for it all to come back. Like I think the the hardest thing about everything that's going on, minus the fact that there is a virus out there, people are dying, people are sick. Uh, for me personally, in my life, where you know we're in that social distancing, self quarantine bubble, and everybody's safe. I think one of the weirdest things for me is just not knowing. And that's where we're all at as a society. We just don't know. How do you yeah. stand this country back up? How do, I, how do I stand everything back up at work? How do we stand this country back up? At what point is it safe for us to go, you know what? Now we're going to start playing sports. Or, you know what? Now we're going to open up back resorts for travel. And we're going to open up restaurants for people to sit. And, and at what point is it safe for social undistancing to occur that's the big question mark and and the the fear of the unknown is probably what drives people to 
go and get toilet paper and things of that nature. I, uh, I was actually at CVS a couple nights ago, and it was right before they closed. I was like the last person in there because I was sitting around watching TV and I wanted some ice cream. Mm. So, so I went and got <laughs> some ice cream. And there was some toilet paper in there. Yeah. And I honestly, there was like three packages of toilet paper, and I was just like, ooh, I should probably get some of that. But I'm like, you know what? We're okay at home. I know that you stocked up, so if we ever run out, we'll just drive over to your house and get yeah. some. <laughs> People just like drop it off at my house too. Uh, my uh, ex um, brother in law's mom came over and dropped over some toilet paper. She brought so. some. Yeah, she Molly brought did? some. Yeah, yeah. She just she had some extra ones that she got. And she just dropped it off. So still over ten bucks, but it was really nice of her to do that. That is. Yeah. So we'll give out your address at the end of this pod. So just drop can, off the TV. Can, well, they can stop by and get some because you can, oh, apparently yeah, yeah. you have it all. <laughs> But that's what yeah. I kind of thought when I was at CVS. I was like, you know what? I don't really need this. Maybe somebody tomorrow morning when they first come in will need it more than I do. So, oh, that's nice of you. That's uh, not really. I, I my hand was actually full from all the ice cream. So, oh, okay. So I couldn't. So carry it wasn't it. really the reason. No, okay. I'm, no, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, but you look at it, and there was actually something that came out on Bleacher Report earlier this week, and it said many NBA teams are united in waiting to move the draft from June 25th to no sooner than August 1st per Woj and Draft Express. And again, that's another kind of punch in the gut, if you will. Be- that sounded like Joe if Exotic. If you will. If you will. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's another thing I've been doing around my house is walking around just talking like Joe Exotic all the time. I'm like that damn Carol Baskins. You're wearing your little tight jeans. And yeah. And, and, and little and jackets. Just Yeah, just walking around. I have a, like a gun on my hip all, yeah. at all times. You know, it's a play gun, but, but still... <laughs> It's driving my fiance. What do you have, like an EMT jacket? When the lady guy got her. Anytime anything happens, I have a jacket for it. Just oh, like yeah. just like Joe <laughs> Exotic like does. A paramedic jacket. Yeah, he's like, hold on, she lost her arm. Let me put on my EMT jacket <laughs> yeah. so I look good for the cameras. He's always ready. He, that dude is. Yeah. But 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 anyways, again, that's another kick in the in the stomach, if you will, because you're looking again for that normalcy. When is something going to happen that feels normal again? And for us, primarily. It's the sports world. We're waiting for that cue from the sports world, and we don't know when that's going to be. Yeah, the, we won't, but um, it's like basically it's just like one day at a time because something's going to happen where you wake up and they're like, all right, so this is what's going on. Because I heard this morning that the NBA, the owners, they want at least a month to warm up before the start of the season again. Yeah, the season's never going to so happen. So it, it's probably not going to happen. If it is, then it's probably going to be a tournament. But going back to the draft being pushed back, that's kind of cool because – you have an opportunity to even open up the summer league. I feel like um, right now, you know, you only have the draft picks and everybody else is playing in the G League. But if you can have those players that can join, like maybe they can have a separate league for the for the um, for the players that are in the draft or something. That actually to be where really they can cool. play against each other in the summer league. I think there's a lot of options the NBA has coming out of this. They 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 can mess around as much as they want. I feel like, you know what I mean? And I don't know if you really think they need a month to warm up before the start of the season? Well, I was listening to LeBron James and he was saying something very similar to that. He's like, you know, we're high performing athletes yeah. with a ton of pressure on us. You can't expect us to just go out exactly. and start playing again. Maybe a Which, couple weeks though. A couple weeks I think is fair if you're doing let's just say 6 games in that time frame. Yeah, that like should a, be like a, a regular preseason. Exactly, yeah. that should give you enough time to get that body back in in condition to compete again. Again, you're a professional athlete, and my expectation is you've been doing a good job taking care of your body. I know I probably haven't, <laughs> but I'm not a professional <laughs> athlete. Yeah, but I think that is an interesting point you you bring up though about doing things creatively. That's the beauty of the NBA is they have the ability to do those kind of things. Because they've always just taken the book and thrown it out the window whenever they want. Say, hey, we're, we're trying something new. We're going to try this. We're going to try that. And I think that coming out of this, nobody's going to be upset with anything they do simply because we're going to be, A, glad that the sports are back, and B, they are known for their innovation. Yeah. No, and it's a perfect league to do this. Uh, NFL, it's too much going on. NBA, I feel like you can, because you only have five versus five, so you can bring it anywhere you want. You can bring it to the... Like Vegas, like we said, I think people had actually an idea to bring the league to Vegas and play the rest of the season out there. I even heard, um, I forget who it was, was talking about playing on ships, Western Conference ship and an Eastern Conference ship. Then it's like, where do you play the championship at? You know, I heard that from the Dan Levitard show. I think it was Jay Williams that was talking about it. He actually brought it up and said, if you did that, that would be crazy too. I mean, that would be very interesting. 
But besides that, I feel like the NBA will probably be able to get their league back up and ready quicker than a lot of leagues can. Um, I know baseball, for some reason, needs a lot longer to warm up their players. Hitting mm -hmm. baseball and pitching is a lot harder, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So you got to get ready for that. Otherwise, baseball is going to look worse than it has in the past <laughs> few seasons if these guys aren't warmed up. Um, but I'm excited to see um, what they do. I hope they don't need a month. I hope that they can do something fun this summer with the players from college because no one watched college this year. This is probably mm -hmm. the first year where no one gave a shit oh, yeah. about college. Well, you didn't so have you that budding superstar. Yeah. You didn't have anybody who was like a must watch. It's definitely falling off. And maybe they yeah. saw that too. And maybe they can do something with the G League and get these players on the team just to play and then draft them after that. That'd be fun. I would love to see that. I would as well. Maybe they would play that that final game on the championship. That's what I said. But like... Yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, that's what I said. That's okay. what they said. That was the joke, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm a little slow. No, no, no. Uh, I, I think didn't the sell it. I think, I think the MLB uh, perspective is an interesting one because there's been a lot of reports that you're seeing that they're talking about just playing in the greater Phoenix area all these games in preparation for the season beginning. And there's so many pros and cons to this, it's ridiculous. In fact, Dave King wrote a article on Bright Side of the Sun about this earlier this week, about kind of the stupidity of trying to make that decision. And it's something that I agree with for a couple different reasons. You're bringing a bunch of MLB players to Phoenix now. We have no idea where these players have been. We're still amidst the coronavirus pandemic. And you're asking them to go and play at these empty stadiums. Well, one, they're going to be playing in May slash June. And other than Chase Field, everything's outdoors. You want to have these guys play double headers yeah, in 110 degree heat? No. Let's kill the guys, huh? Yeah, you uh, don't want that, man. And second, I mean, that is 30 teams and their training staffs and everything coming into a city. It's just not a safe move. Again, I don't think it's a solution that MLB is actually going to move forward with. But everybody's throwing everything against the wall right now and trying to figure something out. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I don't think it is no, either. No, I don't think so at all. It just doesn't just make an any idea. sense. I think next month we'll, we'll really have it down to what's really going to happen. So. I hope so because yeah. uh, it's, again, the 11th of April. Mm -hmm. And you look at next month, 30 days, half September, April. So there's only 30 days in this month. And May is going to be here quick. Yeah. And I hope there's a solution. To, to just society. Yeah. Because I, so. I feel that when I do watch the news, it looks like the curve has been flattening based on all the statistics and all the yeah. numbers. And again, I'm no... I just, I just was going to say that. Yeah. When you look it up, you don't see the way you thought it might turn out where everything was just going to be hell. Uh -huh. You don't see any bad news. I mean, people are still dying, but everything does seem like it's flattening out. It, there's nothing like, oh, we're increasing. We should expect six to seven thousand deaths tomorrow or something you know exactly. what i mean exactly it's basically going as planned like everyone's doing their job everyone's staying inside and that's why this is being killed off so mm -hmm. quickly so i'm very optimistic about it starting soon all I, I am as well i monday i was looking at some of the numbers and it's tough because they're talking about projected deaths total projected deaths from this pandemic in the united states and initially when about a month ago the number was about a quarter million people expected to die of this now again where does that number come from it's projections based on non-factual information so it's really tough to kind of take that to heart but again scare tactics and fear everyone hears a quarter million people dead boom everybody just kind of drops everything and as time has gone on and people have done their part by social distancing and self-quarantining that number continues to drop obviously because we are doing our part in ensuring that we're not spreading the virus on Monday, that number was projected to be 80,000. By Tuesday, it was 60,000. In one day, it dropped 20,000 yeah. on their projections. And that's the last time I actually looked. I, I tried to avoid reading too much into the numbers and things like that. Because again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to sit here and say this is what it is. Because everybody has their own opinion. Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting their facts from a certain source you know, and whether that source is reliable or not, it's tough. But those are just the numbers that I was looking at from the Washington State coronavirus pandemic website. Okay. That's kind of, that's been one that I've noticed a lot of different uh, news sources continually cite uh, on both sides of, of the aisle. So, But again, I, I, there is optimism there. And that's one thing that I felt when I was watching that because the previous week I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast and Bill Simmons is like, 
fucking doomsday. Yeah, he is. He's like in doomsday mode, dude. Like he feels like the world's gonna end. Yeah, he is. And it's tough to listen to. He is. He's like terrified. You can hear it in his voice. You do. And I really enjoy listening to like Ryan Rosillo talk to him. He's like, hey man, like, are we gonna have this conversation about when sports might come back? Or are you just like, no matter what, you're just gonna tell me that it's bullshit and it's not gonna come back. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, like, I, I need hope. Yeah. I, think, I think hope is a very valuable tool right now, and it's tough to listen to Bill Simmons right now because he's not giving us a lot of hope. And I believe that he's trying to be a realist about it, but I feel like he's going way too overboard on yeah, the realism. It's hard to be a realist about this when we don't really know. Exactly. We've never been through this. No. So. And we're all learning as we go. And I think that if we keep positive mindsets and positive attitudes, good things will happen. So yeah, I think so, too. Well, on that in that same vein, one thing I thought we'd talk about on this podcast is, you know, seeing as it's been a month, let's talk about four things that you miss since our entire social uh, fabric has been r- taken from us yeah. in this past month. So four things you miss, three ways that you've been passing your time, two new hobbies you've picked up, and the first thing you're going to do once this is all over. Sound good? Yeah, let's do that, man. All right, let's do That's that. That's the only way to do this. All right. All right. Our list. So let's start with the four things that you miss the most. What's the number one thing you miss the most? Number one thing, um, this is very simple. I live a simple life. I don't look forward. I look forward to a lot, but this is what I look forward to the most is a large ice diet Coke from a restaurant. The the thing, like I like going to restaurants. We're talking about like, I don't really go to restaurants, but when I do, I want to get a nice large diet Coke Mm -hmm. and it's the best tasting diet Coke at a restaurant. So that's the one thing I miss. I get it from Chick-fil-A. That's a good place to get a diet Coke. It is, but... The step above is the restaurant because gotcha. you can kill three of those with water right next to it. So you hydrate yourself too. And I miss that. I miss it a ton because it's just one thing I share with, with, with the Lissy sisters, you know, yeah. it's a diet Cokes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get excited about that, man. And, uh, that's the number one thing we started at number one. So that's number one. No. I, I was going to do a countdown. Like, oh, what's it going to be? A diet Coke. <laughs> that's all it is. No, but I think you're, you know, my number one is, is similar because we were talking when you first came over about how not a lot has changed because I don't really go out much and you don't really go out much. You know, it's not, not like, really, it, no, it's not like a, every Friday and Saturday I'm out at a bar or I go out yeah. to eat two or three times a week at a nice restaurant. Like I just, that's not my life. I work, I come home, I spend time with my family. We watch TV, we watch sports and I podcast yeah. and do things of that nature. So mine is along the same vein. I miss going to a sports bar and watching sports. Sports is my number one that's thing. That's your number one to go to a sports bar? Yeah, like yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and watch March Madness. Or go to Buffalo, like my friends, I have a select number of friends who we all get together on NFL Draft Day when they do the first round. There's a certain Buffalo Wild Wings we always meet at. We've done it for like 10 years. Yeah. And we always just meet up there. They're Bears fans. I've got like two Bears fans friends, an Eagles fan friend, and then like I'm the Cardinals fan. And we sit there and we're, we just have some beers and we eat some wings That's and we talk about that. football, you know? And that's one thing that I really miss is just going to a sports bar and being around other people watching sports because yeah. you, you always find a buddy that, you, you know, there's the guy in the table behind you who he'll, he'll cheer at the same time you do for something. You're like, all right, dude. And, you know, high yeah. five and things of that yeah. nature. So sports are a great distraction. It's clearly what we pot about. So it's tough not having them around for that reason. Yeah. You know, we don't have the Phoenix Suns to talk about. We've already missed some of the best sports of the year, too. And that's, the you know, you look at the last month, March 11th to April 11th. What have we missed? Well, we've missed some really good NBA basketball. This is that time of year where everybody's fine-tuning right before they get into the playoffs. Yeah. I think February is kind of the worst time of the year yeah. because it's the dog days of the NBA season, especially right before the All-Star break. Everybody's just like, dude, let's get to the All-Star break and get a break. But starting in March, mid-March, you get some really good NBA basketball. And then, of course, March Madness. We've missed March Madness, which is something that we've referenced. We don't really watch a lot of college basketball, but I always watch the tournament. Mm-hmm. Everybody watches the yeah, tournament. Yeah, everybody watches you that. You fill out your bracket. One thing I was really excited to do this year was via ESPN was do the Suns Report podcast bracket group and get our listeners involved yeah. and having them fill out their yeah, brackets and seeing who, uh, who's going to win. And, you know, we missed out on that. We missed out on spring training baseball, which is just a great time in the greater Phoenix area because you can go outside. It's gorgeous out. You can watch a little baseball. It's not really about baseball. It's about being outside with people. Yeah. 
You're That's drinking some beers because by the third inning, everybody's yeah, out of the game. Yeah, you want to take those selfies. You want to post them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And then we've missed the beginning of the MLB season, and our fantasy baseball draft has been pushed back. We don't know when we're going to do that. And, then, you know, so again, sports is my number one thing that yeah. I miss. And going to a bar and watching them is numero uno in my booko. Yeah. So. No, that's a good one, man. I don't know why that's not on my list. <laughs> so, number two for me um, is just going to games. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just going. And honestly, I try to make it out to six or seven a year. Mm-hmm. So there would have been some good games to go to this year uh, for this last month, I mean. So uh, missing out on that and just hanging out in downtown Phoenix and then going to a game and just enjoying that, I, that's a big thing. I think that's should have been number one, kind of, but I don't go to too many games that would have been number one. I drink more Diet Coke than I do go to games. <laughs> true, so, true, true. I uh, I picked that number two, dude. Um, it's going to be weird going back, I think, but I definitely enjoy it more. And I think that's what everyone's going to learn is just to enjoy it more. Maybe like uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, he'll actually enjoy playing more <laughs> when we get back to the NBA. He might smile a bit. He might smile a bit. So I don't know. That's my number one. Number two, pretty simple. Just going to Suns games or any kind of games, even Coyotes games. Uh, and then... Dimeback games Diamondback or spring games. training games. I do miss going to baseball games for sure. Yeah, I'm... I'm second that that plays kind of into my number one it's just the social aspect of being that that sports does to bring us all together yeah it's something that i definitely miss uh i actually had tickets to i forget what who they were playing but the following week after everything happened i had already bought tickets to see them play and i got refunded for those but i like i was really disappointed that i think they played march 19th and i had tickets to that game and for who the Suns. the Suns. oh did you okay yeah i was really excited to go to that and I went to the last one. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you went to the yeah, the yeah, Bucks one. Yeah, the Bucks. Such yeah. a great game. Gosh, yeah, I had. To, I think it was the Blazers. I was going to see them play. Uh, my number two is just the rhythm of life. I think the the number two thing I miss more than anything is everything's just different from natural life rhythms. I don't get up at five thirty in the morning and you know brush my teeth. I don't have hair, so I don't have to do it. Score, yeah, nice. Score a point for the bald guys out there. God bless you. <laughs> but uh, you know, get in my car, drive down to work, go through a work day, come home. I mean, that that life rhythm that you're oh, you're oh so used to is just gone. Yeah. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, there's. I thought I would miss it more than I do. Uh, I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. Is another way to say that. And I, but I still do. Yeah. It's just it, everything. I don't know what day it is sometimes. We were, I was talking the other day, and it's, oh, my, my favorite show's on tonight. I'm like, honey, it's Monday. It's not Tuesday? No, yeah. it's not Tuesday. <laughs> like, It's just weird. It is. The beautiful thing is it's a, the best time of year, so you can still go outside and do things as far as yard work and things around the house or hiking and walking and running around the neighborhood and whatnot. But still, that life rhythm, I just I really miss that. Yeah, every human needs that. You do. In you order do. to survive and stay happy, I feel like that's a big, just like the process and... Kind of just having the schedule. That's a huge uh-huh. thing for uh, people. So when you're, you feel lost without it, dude, so that's a good one. Well, when you think about it, I, a lot of the most stressful times that we have in our lives are when that life rhythm is off. Yeah. When you start a new job and for that first two weeks, that rhythm is just different. Or if you are starting a new relationship and you're trying to find that balance of your life rhythm with their life rhythm and how that interconnects and intertwines, if it's off, it can be really stressful. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of find that stride, that's when you start to grow and succeed. And again, not having it is just, it's just weird to me. It's something that I miss. It'll kill you, dude. What's your number three? Uh, Number three is going out, like if I go shopping or something and not feeling terrible about it, like about myself, you know what I mean? That's a Good point. Yeah, just like if I go to the, even like if I go to the water store, I feel kind of weird. I feel kind of bad for the person working there. I got to do that today. Yeah, so it's just things like that, little things. It's just you go out. People are already so insecure as they are, but now it's just like if you go out, you don't know if like you're supposed to be there and if you're too close to people. It's still an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid it as much as I can, but when I do, it still kind of sucks to go places. Um, but I can't wait to just go back. Just the minimal places I go to, like if I go to Fry's, <laughs> even like to go to Fry's to buy like a twelve pack of beer, it's like uh, it feels strange. It feels like I shouldn't be doing it. Well, do you wear a mask when you go? No, out? I don't. Yeah, and see, neither do I, and I almost feel like I'm an asshole because I don't. Yeah, that's a big part, huh? And that's I kind of get that because I see a yeah. lot of people with masks now. Granted, the majority of the people who are with masks are older uh, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. They're doing it as a precautionary step, which, you know, kudos to them. I never am like, oh, dude, look at this guy in a mask. 
but I also am like, well, I'm not going to wear a mask because I'm, I don't know. I just don't. And maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm wrong well, there's for no, that. Well, there's no rules for it yet. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing with this is like kind of not skating by, but getting away with whatever you can before it gets closed down. Like golf or hiking yeah. those are the things i can still do so yes. i'm going to do it until they tell me not to i'm the same you know way. what i mean so even going golfing it's like oh should i be but i'm not by anybody it's just me or well me exactly and you or yeah exactly and you know it. you're you're following all the social distancing rules when you're in yeah. the clubhouse and things of that nature but i totally agree with you it feels almost criminal to kind of go out and that's a weird feeling yeah i feel bad also for the people who are working because you know that those certain places that are open are just getting swamped with people yeah. because they're one of the few places that are open. I have a buddy who actually manages an Ace Hardware down in Tempe, and I went down to see him because one of the house projects I'm doing is getting screens for windows and measuring back doors and whatnot. And I saw him and him whole, his, him and his entire team are wearing masks, and they're doing what they should. And I was asking him, like, how's it going? He's like, I've been crazy crazy busy man because people are now just doing house projects yeah so they come by and they're, they're they're getting up stuff so a shout out to paul's ace hardware down in tempe arizona if you get a chance stop by and see them i mean they've got the supplies if you need to get the house projects done hit up paul's ace hardware great place one thing i have noticed in going out is some people are really still not adhering to the social distancing expectations and that's another thing that's kind of weird about going out I got two examples. I went to Lowe's two and a half weeks ago. Maybe it's two weeks. I don't know. I have no concept of time anymore. Maybe it was yesterday. <laughs> and there was a guy who was literally like right behind me, like two feet behind me. And he was in a little scooter and he had a gentleman with him who was helping him shop. And the guy who was shopping was like on my shoulder pretty much. And it's hard because I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want yeah. to be like, hey man, like, do you have any fucking concept of what's going on in society right now? Six feet away, motherfucker. Like, this is uncomfortable in a normal situation, let alone with, like, a virus going around. This guy's like, and he's talking on his phone. Uh-huh. And, I'm, you know, the, the people at Lowe's, they've got the clear plastic yeah. guards in between us and them to ensure that their safety. So I'm kind of trying. So I can't really hear her and what she's asking me. And then I got this guy back here. He's just like, what? No. Oh I know I'm God. at Lowe's. And, and he's got, and then his guy who is assisting him, starts walking. I was like, get back in here. I need your help. And I'm just like, this is all happening like two feet from my from behind me. I'm like, what's going on? And then I went to CVS because there's a CVS down the street, and that's kind of like the one little you know quick stop. If I need anything real quick, I go in there. And there's a person who I'm at, literally at the counter paying for my stuff. And normally at CVS, there's six feet between you and the person behind you. This person comes and puts their stuff on the counter like right next to me. Yeah. Like I'm still at the counter and these are very booth like counters. It's not like, I don't know. I just didn't, I'm like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Like, and again, like maybe I should be more of a prick and just be like, yo, move your shit. What are you doing? But then if, if you do that, it might start a fight. So well, then exactly. what if I'm you like, have to fight someone? Do you have to use swords? You have to because you, you can't to. touch. You can't touch each other. You know, and let, maybe it's like squirt guns. Yeah. Oh, know? squirt guns. Yeah. yeah CVS or just is, guns. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not that Joe Exotic carrying around my handgun to CVS. But yeah, no, that's a that's a great one. Number three yeah. there for you. It's just simply going out. It's just kind of different. It is. For me, it's work. My third thing that I miss, oddly enough, is work. You always have this idea of if I need a vacation, I need a vacation, I need time off. I'm working all the time. And when you have an opportunity to time, kind of get some time off, generally it's not relaxing time. For example, if I am working all the time and I'm taking a week off from work, it's not to sit around and do nothing. It's to go on vacation, to travel, to do things around the house. And in the absence of work and not going on vacation or anything, like life is definitely slowed down. As I mentioned, my life rhythms are a little bit off, as I'm sure a lot of people listening, you are the same way. And I just really kind of miss going into work. I think in the past two weeks... I've stopped by my place of work about five times. And I go in and just check and say what's up to the GM. And just uh, We refinanced our house. So I had them, the refinance people, meet us at my place of work just to sign the papers, just to kind of get out of the house. And I just, I miss it. I miss, I love what I do for a living. And I miss seeing my team. I miss seeing my guests that are always in this time of year. I miss being out in the sunshine, running around, assisting people. And it's odd to say, but man, I miss work. 
Oh, yeah. I was up till four in the morning two nights ago making a freaking TikTok video because I couldn't sleep because I'm yeah. restless right now. Like, normally, yeah. I'm I, those life rhythms are in check, and I have no issue just going right to bed, but I just, like, I can't sleep now. I'm having a hard time no, sleeping. No, you can't. I mean, if you don't have to wake up, it's yeah. hard to, it's hard hard to, to, go to like, sleep. Yeah, you know, I'll just watch one more episode. Yeah. No, it's it's always that way. And I, I picked, uh, for my, number four, it's work for me, too. Um, I went to work though, just to like, I had to do some physical, um, invoicing to where I actually had to send payments out. So I had to mm. go there and prepare it. I was there almost all day, but it was so exciting. Cause in the morning when I woke up, we had our meeting, uh, online. And then after that, I got my coffee. I was all pumped up, had my music going got to work sitting there and just hanging out. But honestly, I mean, I was there. It's still so quiet in the office and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And I just kind of kind of got sick of it a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I'll just go back home and work. I don't know why. Because if there's things going on, because like sometimes my niece and nephew are over at the house. So that's kind of cool because if I want to break or something, I'll go play with them yeah. or whatever. Heck so yeah. it's fun. So, But if I'm at work, then if I take a break, I just go to the kitchen and sit there. It's so quiet and boring. Yeah. But you know what? To go back to work is fine. So I kind of hope maybe in a way I can try to work from home couple times a week or something that would be nice well they, they could that. do that now yeah. I mean, that's what's going to be interesting is how society as a whole kind of changes its business approach once we come out of this because there's a lot of companies that are still continuing to see the proper amount of productivity and people aren't in the office they can downsize a lot of space and save a lot of money in rent if yeah. they just go hey here's our hub come in on this day, this day, this day, and work from home the rest of the time. Yeah, you like know, people so. share desks. Exactly. That, that happens a lot at places yep. where people, you'll have Monday, Tuesday where you'll work from home, the other person's there Monday, Tuesday yep, to yep. share the desk. And I know what you mean about just a dead workplace being a boring workplace, so you might as well go home because my last week of furlough, because we were so slow in our restaurant, we had like four orders a day, but I'm in there for 12 hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm putting a hoop up on the ceiling, I'm making dunk videos because I'm just bored out of my brain. I'm like, I'd yeah. rather be at home right now. Yeah. Because this is boring as hell. Yeah. So I do miss work. I don't miss the dead work. Yeah. Like I miss like work, work. Like, like I'm so gosh darn busy that I I need inter I I need a break. Uh-huh. I miss that kind of work. And it it sucks too. I don't want to. Hopefully, no one from work really hears this. But the old <laughs> group I had when I first started at this place I'm at right now. They were so awesome, but a few left. One person got fired, but a few left and had some other opportunities. But having that group in the office is a lot of fun. When you oh, have yeah. people that... Oh, yeah. But like now, it, it's kind of like a newer group, so we're kind of getting used to each other, so it's kind of still dead. and Or now it's kind of dead, and no one really talks as much, and that's and, fine. And then all this happened. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but like I kind of enjoy when there's more personality in there. Of course. But, Everybody loves banter. Yeah, but I mean, everyone, if no one from my work's listening, but if you are, you're great. I love working with you. Just saying, just, you know, things are kind of boring. Uh, the fourth thing that I miss is handshakes slash high fives. Really? Yeah, I oh. do. You know, it's one of those awkward things where... I actually I met somebody at Circle K a couple days ago because I was selling something on offer up and it's kind of that awkward like you want to do a handshake but you can't, you know, so it's like do you do an elbow and it's just like I just yeah. miss the ease of like hey man how you doing? Handshake. I work in a world where there's a lot of handshakes. Yeah. There's a lot of how you doing, welcome home, things of that nature and to not have them it's just it just always feels awkward. If somebody puts out their hand to give me a handshake right now, I'm one of those jackholes. Yeah. I shake it. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? I'll wash my hands right after yeah. this. No issue. I got no issue with that. I carry Purell around with me, so I'll be okay with that. But I just kind of miss that. And then, again, the high fives brings it back to the sports aspect. I just miss that interaction where it's like something awesome happened. High five. Yeah. I miss that. So. See, I'm not a, I've never been a big high five person except for playing sports. Yeah. But um, handshakes, I'm all there. You miss I slapping like, asses, like don't hand. you? Yeah, you know, getting the little finger wiggling. <laughs> One thing I don't miss is traffic. Yeah. I don't miss traffic. You know, I was coming home from work, though, at 3 o'clock, and there was still a little bit of a traffic over on the curve over there. Yeah, by, Broadway curve. Yeah. And it was like, what? Well, here's what's interesting, and I noticed this yesterday, so I brought up this, I wrote this question down to ask you. At what point do you believe the population as a whole is going to become so restless that they're going to go out regardless? Because... That's what I thought of. Well, that's the first thing I thought of because yesterday about 4 o'clock, which is generally the beginning of rush hour time, I was going to just run over to Salad and Go, which is like up the street from here. To get from my house to Salad and Go was like 20 minutes. 
there was so much traffic in this little area here, plus there was a head-on car accident. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which I yeah. don't know how that happened, but it was I, I, that's where I thought of this question. I'm like, there's a ton of people out right now. Are we as a society becoming restless? Because when it first, when everything first went down a month ago, it was like, yes, we're staying indoors. We will do our part. We will keep ourselves safe and our, our fellow neighbors safe. But now it's been going on for a month. For a lot of people, it's been going on for a month now, and people are becoming restless. And I feel like there's going to be this breaking point where everybody's just like, fuck this, man. We need to get back to going back to normal. At what point is that going to occur? I think it's already starting because I thought about the same thing when I was coming back because it, it was still, the freeway was packed going both ways. There wasn't a stop and go. Yeah. But it was just still packed. The people, you can tell a lot of people were just going downtown to work and they can still go to work. It's just you got to work it out with your employees. Like yes. How many people are in the building and on the floor? So I think people, when they can, they're trying to get out there and go. You can tell it's like maybe three quarters of what I usually see during a weekday, but it's still, That's it's a, lot, still a lot of people downtown. Whereas two weeks ago, that was completely different. It was like 25% of what you normally see. Yeah. Because I drove down to by your house, and yeah. I, it was like a ghost town the whole drive, and it was morning traffic. We had to yeah. take the dog to the vet. I was like, there's nobody out here. This is crazy. Yeah. And I'm starting to see that number kind of increase of people on the road. So I'm wondering at what point do I, do just the Americans just go, you know what? Like, I get it, but we're going to take our risks. Yeah, I mean, it probably still starting. I mean, I think it's just starting right now. All right, so let's talk about three ways you've been passing your time. Okay. I'll just go through this kind of quickly. Go for it. Just because, I don't have, well, okay, so it's just three things. Uh, third thing is Warzone. Uh, I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone. I feel like this is something probably I wouldn't get into because yeah. after work I get kind of tired. There's other yeah. things to do. But now I play it because I'm already home, and I jump on sometimes at lunch, and it's very, very fun. So, so Call time, of Duty's man. on my list as well. Do you have the actual game, or did you just no, download I don't. Warzone? That's the thing. I want to buy it. I like, just, please do because I, I, I play I more. Spend the money right now. I play more multiplayer than I do Warzone. Yeah, everybody is obsessed with Warzone, and I get it. It's fun because it has the Fortnite feel to it. Yeah, where you get dropped into an area, you have to survive. The gap, the circle's closing on you, and yeah. you're trying to make it, you know, to number one. And they did just release the new. Uh, mode season. where where you yeah, have season three of Call yeah. of Duty where you're on your own. You can you can choose to be yeah, on your I, own. I play or that all the way. Yeah. That, that's what I like to play. Me too. Because I always feel bad if I'm a member of a team because yeah. I'm like, sorry, dudes. Like I'm not really like I don't have the headset. Unless you know who you're playing with. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing with Hayden sometimes. Yeah, I know him he, and his friend. He, yeah, he texts me. Yeah, I play with him a few times, so that's fun. If but, I'm like, I don't have them. the headset though, so oh, it's like I can't earphones? talk. I have these. Oh, yeah. All you, got, all you got to do is plug in your earphones, dude. Yeah, but can they hear me talk? For some reason, they can hear me talk. And I use, I don't know if it's the type of earphones I have, but um, if I plug it in even for work on meetings, I plug it into my computer and they can hear me talk. I'm like, how can you hear me talk? Well, I need to test this out then. Okay, yeah, test to, it out. Let's, let's, I'll hop on and play with you. Okay. But please buy the game so we can play. Like, I, I will. I'm obsessed with multiplayer. Okay. I love playing Call of Duty multiplayer. But if I'm going to buy a game right now, it'd probably be Resident Evil 3. Okay. Sorry, I'm weird. Like, I got to play that now because they just remade it. And well, came you're out. a huge. Re- well, Final Fantasy 7 just came back out. Oh. And that's my brothers are playing it? the shit out of yeah. Oh, yeah. The, my brothers are playing the shit out of that. I was talking to him via the house party app the other yeah. night, and he was talking about how different it is and how he's trying to figure out if he likes it or not because it used to be a turn based RP, uh, RPG. RPG? Yeah. Role playing game? Yeah. RPG. Or. Yeah, I don't know. And it was turn-based. It's like, you go, yeah. I go. And now it's like a different yeah. melee Japanese oh. kind of base thing. So he's like, I don't know if I like it. He's like, it's cool, but it's not. So but. they kind of changed it. Huh? So all right, what what's number? What's another thing you're doing to pass your time? Uh, golf and hiking. Like yeah. I mentioned before, as much as I can get away with, I'm going to do. So getting out in the sun, just hanging out, you know, taking my shirt off. Um, I'll do that. Um, I know. I remember on uh, when we play skins yeah. uh, on golf, it's not actual skins. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. put your shirt on, dude. <laughs> And then just number one, uh, still I'm just working. I know you're furloughed, but I actually I just I have to work in the morning. Rubbing it in. No, no, I'm just saying like I have to be in the office a certain amount or be online. So that passes the time. And I was gonna mention it. It still goes by just as quick being at home working. I thought maybe it would slow it down, but it's going as quick. And I'm not. I'm jealous of what you got going on in a way because you're still getting paid and you get to hang out make videos and stuff so but no i think but i'm not as tired too so like i have a lot of more energy for other because traffic will kill you i mean you're the one oh yeah that had to used to drive an hour hour and a half whatever from uh-huh. work to home it zaps it you. zaps you so when you don't have that you have the energy to do extra things like the previous 
uh, things I mentioned with uh, golf and hiking. Because I can go golf right at 3.30. I yep. can leave. I can go golf. Hiking, same thing. So that's what's exciting. So hopefully after this experience, I can work from home more. That'd be so awesome. I like it. That'd be awesome. So the three ways I'm passing my time. I mentioned Call of Duty has been a big one this past week. I actually picked up the the show again. I was starting to play that a little bit. I actually uh, I created Andre Ethier, and I'm doing Road to the Show with Andre Ethier. Oh, cool. Okay. he's one of my favorite baseball players. He was a, he's a local kid who ended up playing for the Dodgers, which is my favorite team. So much akin to Bellinger. I like anybody who's from the Arizona area yeah. and uh, is playing for the Dodgers. A uh, couple of the things I've been doing is watching the telly. Uh, Joe Exotic and yeah. Tiger King. I finally finished that. Everyone talked about uh, it. So I'm very happy for you. Yeah, I'm glad I got that <laughs> shit done. Yeah. Uh, now, again, I, like I said, yeah. I'm just walking around the house talking like a Joe, Joe Exotic. Uh, one show that I've been watching, which is one I know you've watched, and we just finished season one last night at one oh, in the morning. Don't tell me. Succession. Yes. Yes. Do you like it? I fucking love it. it it's probably it's fantastic. Top, top five show of all time. It's, it gets even better. I can't wait. I can't it's wait great. to like. Who's your favorite on it? I like Kendall. Oh, I you? really yeah, like good. Kendall. He's of good. course, Roman is just kind of that yeah. witty asshole. He reminds, yeah. kind of reminds me of my brother he gets right better. under me. He gets better, though, too. I'm you sure you find does. out more about his personality and stuff later on why he is the way he is. Like, it's. It's great. All around, all yeah. the characters are good. So I'm glad, you know, I, so that's one thing that it's been fun because it's a fun way to share time with my fiance as well yeah. is just, hey, let's pick a show and watch it together. We got all the way through Ozark together. Yeah. And one thing that we've always done in the past is kind of like she watches her shows and I watch my shows. And a lot of my shows used to just be sports. So now that I don't have that, I'm like, I'm trying to watch other shows. Yeah. And if there's a show that I find interesting, I'm like, hey, let's watch this together. It's just a great way to spend time together. Well, I'm glad you got to watch this session. Dude. Well, I'm excited yeah. because we have a whole other season to watch. Who, uh, Shiv's really awesome. And she's really, really I hate hot, their but... fucking names. Oh, you don't like it? I love Shiv. Every, every... I actually, I was thinking about if I have a baby girl on name is Shiv. But really? Thank you. <laughs> she, now I know. Well, well, her real name is like Sh- Siobhan. Yeah, Siobhan. Isn't it Siobhan? Or, yeah. Not Siobhan. Sh- Shavola. Something. I don't know. Well, I don't the Shavola her, her and her virus. husband are funny. So. Yeah, Joe. But I mean, think of think of it's Logan and his his brother's name's like you Eves or something. Yeah. And then they've got four kids and it's Kendall. Yeah. R- Romulus. They call him Roman, but yeah. it's Romulus. Uh, Connor's the oldest one. That's like a normal name. And then Shiv, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm like they just. I was, I was like, why do they name them such fucking weird names? And my fiance made a good point. It's like rich people name their kids weird things. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, okay, good you point, I guess. You don't even think about that. Yeah. I guess I'm pretty rich, so Shiv it is. <laughs> Shiv it is. I think uh, it's Siobhan. I like that name. Yeah, I Anyways, do. Whatever. No, yeah, it is. I'm always making fun of that name Too necessarily. Too but like Kendall? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Kendall. You know, much. when they call him like Ken or Kenny. Anyways, we're going off on yeah. a tangent. Uh, the other thing that I've been doing to pass my time, and I'm, I love doing this, is writing. Oh, yeah. So I've been writing for Bright Side of the Sun. Uh, so if you get a chance, stop by and, and check out some different articles that I've put out. I put out the Would You Rather between the Suns 93-94 jerseys or design new jerseys. A lot of great. Yeah. Uh, I saw some comments, too, where people, I feel like, didn't even know those existed, those jerseys. Which ones? The 93-94s? Yeah. Like, when you had the picture on the comments, they're like, oh, oh yeah. these look great. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, have you never seen these? Well, and then somebody else was just like... Well, those are the 92, 93s. You know, you always get the yeah. trolls out there. I'm like, no, the 94s when they released the black ones. You know, the first year no. was just the, but anyways. But yeah, people are like, whoa, those are really cool. I'm like, okay, old school, Sun, like newer Suns fans. So, hey, if you're a Suns fan, no, we, it's fine. we love yeah. you. Yeah. Jump on it. But, Jump on me. But it's, been, but it's been fun writing for Bright Side of the Sun. Another thing I started doing is something I've always wanted to do in my life is write a screenplay. Oh, you're doing it. I'm 20 pages Dang. in, bro. You know how many times I... Oh, are you really? I'm already 20. You know how many times I think about you writing your screenplay? Yeah. Is it the story you told me? You don't have to talk about it, but is it the one you told me about, the dude in the interview? So or that was my initial concept, is and it? I just I couldn't make it work for the story I wanted to tell. Okay. I won't go into the details okay. on that, but essentially that's more for like a love slash drama, okay. and I'm just trying to write, write a, a shitty comedy. Yeah. So the name... You want to hear the name of it? Yeah. I've got two different names I'm going back and forth on. It's either Betting the Birds or Pigeon Racer. Okay, so those, I like the first one better. Yeah, better than the birds is what I'll probably end up calling it. So, nice. but I'm already 20 pages in. Oh, good, dude. And I have uh, kind of like Word docs. I have a, a program that other people can kind of look at. So my brother and sister, who are both writers as well, or yeah. have a writing gene, have been kind of. I've been doing a lot of house party apps with them, and they've been kind of looking at it and giving me kind of advice and pointers. So yeah, yeah, twenty pages in already. Very cool, yeah, dude. So I, uh, that's why I'm up to like three in the morning. I'm just like writing. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> There's actually it's funny because I always thought about this movie I wanted to make and a screenplay, but for some reason every time I write something it turns into 
a book, but I never finish it. Like I always get like 30 pages in and I'm done. But this is, I started a new one too, to where it's the screenplay one that I wanted to do, but it's turning out better than I thought. So good. But do you do it every day though? Cause I know like you have to keep on it every day. That's I, if you stop. I've done it about five days in a row and okay. then yesterday and probably today I won't touch it. Okay. Just because just I'm, be careful. I'm at a spot where, well, I'm just trying to really, I've done the entire pro- protagonist yeah. intro, if you will. And now it's the time to cut to the antagonist. And I really want to kind of think and develop that character. Okay. So we'll just stay on it because oh, one I will. Thing, one I, got, thing I, noticed I got nothing else like, to do. I don't, well, like even Stephen King used to say is like, if you take a day or two off, you can lose it and never go back. And it does happen. So just be oh, careful. I will. I right. will. So that's what the way I'm passing my time. All right. Two new hobbies you picked up. <laughs> All right, two new hobbies. I already mentioned it. Warzone, that's a hobby. That is right? a hobby, bro. It's, I'm back in it. Um, the other hobby is, this is kind of weird because I was in a band and everything, but I'm playing guitar again. Good. And it's been, I think before this started, it was like six months before I started playing guitar again. It was really? six months of no guitar. Have you had, was it really easy to pick right back up? Oh, yeah, it is. It's, your fingers got to get like back, get the callus built yeah. up again. But um, yeah, I just always, you know, after being in a band, I'm like, I always like creating music, but then if you don't have that person to like to develop it with and playing the other instruments and all that, then it's kind of pointless. I always thought, so I stopped, but now I'm just playing again. That's like fun, every though. day. So I've always envied you for the ability to play guitar. I'm not that good. So. It doesn't matter though. Yeah. You can still play. Yeah, it's fun. like I've always, my entire life, I've had a guitar. I've yeah. always had a guitar. I've never sat down. It's hard and have the patience to just teach myself. Yeah. Ashley has taught herself and yeah. she's really good. She's really she's and better than me at acoustic. You really? Yeah, she is. She and it's cause she just sits there and does it. Like it'll be like ten thirty at night and you're like, What's that? And it's like it's Ashley in the back room just playing the guitar. Yeah. And I've just I don't I've never had the patience for it. And that's my problem. And it's and, hard. and you think I would like to because I love creativity. Yeah. That's my niche. That's what I that's what I like to do. But for some reason, to your point, it's hard. Yeah, you have to be patient because one big thing is when I play, I always feel like I have to hurry up and there's always just someone there that's like telling me that ah, that sucks like that. I don't know or where it is. Play free it's bird. like schizophrenic thing to where I'm just like I feel like there's just people on my head just telling me like like you're doing a shitty job like the whole time i play so that's a weird thing i don't know if other people have that when they play guitar play any or do anything else creatively yeah. like i don't know but that's one thing i was to try to get past so it's a difficult thing to do but anyways what's what's <laughs> what's next what's uh, the two hobbies i've picked up yeah well TikToking, which i've talked about before yeah making stupid videos and putting it on TikTok and getting like 20 likes <laughs> like, yeah. nobody fucking cares i made one uh, an anchorman one a couple nights ago and it's got like 1600 views on facebook mm-hmm. Or yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. Uh, it was, <laughs> it just, was funny. It's just four of my head singing, uh, lip syncing to Anchorman's Afternoon Delight. I, I just, I don't know. It was I'm, good. I'm an idiot. And I don't know if yard work's a hobby. Uh, I feel like that's more work. So I'll just go with golf. Okay. Um, it's not something that's new. It's not a new hobby I've picked up, but it's something that I'm playing more of. I've always played, I've played golf for the past 20 years, but I typically only play about four or five rounds a year, if that. I mean, when I was younger, when I was in my 20s and my buddies, this is what we used to do is we used to just go golfing. But ever since I've been in my 30s and you kind of, you know, go into your little branches on your own in life, you do less and less of that, I feel, as you're working more and more. But now that everything's slowed down, I go and I play golf. In fact, we're going to go play at four today, right? Yeah. Sweet. Why at four? 3.30. 3.30. Heck yeah. Well, because I was going to go hiking after this. Oh, cool. But. So, yeah. Golf is my (laughs) second thing. Or, yeah, my second hobby I've kind of, I haven't picked up, but I've really tried to perfect which will never happen all right so golden question all right right what's the first thing you're gonna do once this is all over the first thing you're gonna do first thing i'm gonna do is probably um sit on my phone and see what the hell everyone else is doing (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) but um probably i bet you there'll be some parties to go to or something i bet you there'll be a lot of get-togethers oh without a doubt um, but I think that's it. It's just be on my phone to see what's going on. Uh, as soon as sports starts, sports, 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 there's going to be drafts. We have to do oh, the fantasy yeah. drafts. Oh, a lot of yeah. catching up to do on that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And I think it'd just be a lot of getting together with people. Uh, what do you got? I'm getting married. You're getting married? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I was, come on. <laughs> the, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take the missus out and we're going to just go to like a country bar. The first thing I want to do is go up to like the Buffalo Chip up in Cave Creek or yeah. uh, Handlebar Jays in Scottsdale and just go, yeah. go to a place with like country music dancing. Do it. And that's what I want to do. That's go to a great. bar and just 
dance and just have a good time. Yeah, I mean, that's what I want to do. You're the best country couple I know. Yeehaw, sure. crank it up some. <laughs> Three chords and the truth, brother. You know, one thing that I've really learned through this whole self-quarantine, social distancing thing, and I know this sounds super corny, so just cut me off if it starts to, because I know Lissies don't like to talk about feelings, uh, is I really love Shannon. <laughs> I didn't know well, you were going to go there. Well, I'm just but, joking. But, but I mean, you know, I've dated her for nearly six years now. And yeah. if you're going through this thing and you're around your significant other all the time, they could really annoy the shit out of you. Yes. You could really find that you don't agree on things. And like we go on walks with the dog and we talk. And, and I'm like, I just like we agree. Like our, our philosophies, our, our moral compasses and philosophies are just so aligned on things. I never feel like I can't say something to her and, and, and in fear that it's like, oh, she might disagree with me. Like yeah. if we disagree on something, it's a conversation. But for the most part, we don't disagree on things. We talk about the people, you know, we have those conversations about the guy at Lowe's yeah. who was like right up our ass uh, when we were, you know, <laughs> buying paint because we painted her room, you know, and we're just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. And, you know, and like our political views and, and all those things just align. So it's just that's good. Again, there's a lot of people out there who are probably like listening to this podcast to drown out their significant other because they're just nagging them. And you know, I'm blessed because I don't have that issue. That's so. good. Um, you better keep it going because otherwise this thing's not going to work out. Oh, I know. She had <laughs> she had a dream one time yeah. that we broke up, which is, <laughs> and she her her number one thing was like, how are Matt and John still going to do the podcast? Yeah. I'm like, you're well, such a do fucking it. weirdo. What's that? Just do it um, by Zoom. Just do it from further away from each other. Yeah, I, I'd be interested because it sounds like that's how everybody's doing podcasts that is, right now. And that's a big reason. A lot of people are conspiracy-wise, this thing started to, for Zoom because Facebook made it. and there's No big, shit. I yeah, didn't know it was it's Facebook, a Facebook made. Thing, yep. I didn't know that. We should well, try- that's what I heard. <laughs> it better be. Yeah, maybe we'll give that a go one of these times. But you know what? I appreciate you taking the time and coming all the way up to my studio yeah. and hanging out. Because again, like as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast... It's just fun having you here. <laughs> yeah. No, it is fun. So there you go, folks. I mean, that's that's what we would do. You know, the four things that we miss, the three ways that we are passing our time, the two new hobbies we've picked up, and the first thing we're going to do once this is all over. Let us know what yours are. Hit us up at Twitter, The Suns Report. You can hit us up uh, via email, thesunsreport at gmail.com. Stop by our Facebook page. We love hearing from our listeners. And we want to know what you're up to and how you're getting through this thing as well. I also, uh, you know, I just want to say that it has been the craziest month of our lives. I've, I'm 37 years old. I've lived through a lot of different months, and this last one has been uh, very crazy. So my hope is on 5:11 in a month from now, when we get together, that we are, we're talking about how everything's starting to change for the better, and that we're headed back to some form of normalcy. I think that it's, uh, it's been a tough month, but you know what? As long as we're staying positive and we're doing what we can to ensure that this virus goes away, everything's going to take care of itself. Uh, if you get bored, stop by my TikTok, at Darth Voida, and watch some really stupid videos. <laughs> or hit me up on Twitter, at Darth Voida. You can, <laughs> you can hit up Matthew, on, uh, at Matthew Lissy. Yep. Always a good place to, to just bullshit. You know, Hit us up. We appreciate it. That's all I got for this week. Again, it's been a crazy month, and I just hope that... Uh, I see y'all on the other side. So this is John Voida. Thanks for listening. Hey, thank you, everybody. This is Matthew, and uh, stay home and love your family.